Nothing is more intriguing to a curious child than a locked door. What lies behind? What mysteries within? Secret gardens abound in literature and legend around the world, fascinating children and adults alike. The history of the Chinese garden is that of a hidden treasure, a beauty behind the wall. Li Hai Feng is a big fan of Mount Peng Lai, the legendary abode of the immortals in the sea. He has built a massive garden based on the legend that he knows very well. For him, the garden is a piece of heaven on earth. Like him, many people in China and other parts of the world are so obsessed with their dreams that they have finally turned them into realities. Tous les jardins qui évoquent le paradis. En vérité, ce n'est pas un paradis, c'est des paradis. Mon monde, mon monde intérieur est un monde de rêves, de légendes, d'histoires, de Chine mais d'autres pays aussi. Pyro Dizar in Belgium has the largest Chinese garden in Europe. As a little boy, Eric Dom, chairman and CEO of Pyro Dizer, lapped up stories about China. Now in his 50s, he's finally made the sort of Chinese garden he read about into a reality. Eric is an admirer of Emperor Wu of the Han Dynasty. He even names his Chinese garden the Dream of Han Wudi. Moi, je suis touché par l'histoire de cet empereur parce qu'il a, il symbolise la destinée des hommes. On est petit, on grandit, on devient adulte, puis on vieillit. De lutter contre ça, de rêver, de créer un jardin et d'espérer qu'on va pouvoir changer les certitudes. C'est une belle histoire. Moi, j'aime les, les, belles, les belles histoires. L'idée de, de vouloir devenir immortel en créant un jardin, c'est quand même plus sympathique. More than 2,000 years ago, in the time of Emperor Wu of Han, the immortals were believed to reside on the Kunlun mountain in the west and Mount Punglai in the eastern sea. They were thought to live in a state of eternal bliss in sublime gardens with houses and pavilions built from gold and jade. 
The first emperor of Qin feared death and sought ways of living forever. Therefore, he sent expeditions to find Mount Peng Lai and bring him the elixir of life. But those attempts never succeeded. No one ever had an idea where the mountain was. Emperor Wu of Han wanted to outdo the first emperor of Qin. He also sought the elixir of life and had the Shanlin Imperial Park built to this end. The park included the Taiye Lake, which had three man-made islands representing the Isles of the Immortals. One of the islands symbolized Mount Peng Lai. Emperor Wu of Han also named a small coastal town after the legendary mountain, but he never succeeded in having an audience with the Immortals or obtaining the Elixir of Life. Now, more than 2,000 years on, most people have given up seeking physical immortality. But the dream of building a paradise on Earth lives on. The garden of Emperor Wu of Han became an example for later imperial gardens to follow, which would all include a lake with three islands in it. In this form, the dream of Emperor Wu of Han lives on, and so does his memory. For century after century, Chinese emperors had sought to construct a garden landscape equal to the myth of Mount Peng Lai. During the Northern Song Dynasty, Chinese landscape painting reached new heights. Emperor Hui Zong of Song wanted to turn these pictures into realities at his Genyue Garden. It was much more than a garden. It was an expression of the Emperor's spiritual and temporal hegemony. The Genyue Garden marked a new peak in Chinese landscape design. It was a perfectly balanced environment of fastidiously arranged rocks and water. The rocks represented the mysterious Pung Lai on Earth. In 1127, just five years after the completion of his garden, Emperor Huizong saw his capital sacked by the Jurchens of Jin and his garden destroyed. The only rocks that survived were ones that failed to make it into the Emperor's fantasy garden. Later generations would comment that it was unbelievable that a dynasty should fall for its obsession with rocks. Chinese artist Ye Feng creates an installation presenting his own version of the Genyue Garden.
工程在重复。那么我们同样人工，为什么不能在我们的人工中注入天地观，注入我们的道法自然的哲学观念，在这个天地乾坤中找到人的位置？ The Chinese gardens, one lake and three islands layout formed during the Han Dynasty, has held through the centuries. Rocks, a lake, plants, and pavilions have been the basic elements of the Chinese ideal of heaven on earth. In their gardens, Chinese people did not only live out their dreams but also got close to nature. During the Wei and Jin dynasties, in the third century A.D., a group of free-thinking intellectuals, despairing of the tyranny and turmoil around them, chose to live in seclusion in the mountains. The Chinese utopia, like the Western one, is named after a famous literary work. In the Chinese case, it is the Peach Blossom Spring, a story written by Tao Yuanming in the fifth century. The story describes a rural idyll where people, cut off from the outside world, live in harmony with nature and with each other. Yuanming's fable has remained a powerfully alluring fantasy ever since. So much so that peach blossoms became another important theme in Chinese gardens. In a Chinese garden, mountains and water symbolize both the universe and the body of the nation. Mountains and water are how landscapes are described in China. They evoke an immense emotional pull on the national psyche. People are just a small part of this greater tableau of life. In a garden, people stay close to nature and live in harmony with it. 
The Chinese consider a man-made garden with its plants, rocks and pavilions the most inhabitable place to live. Let's use the Chinese garden as a clue to discover the Chinese people's most traditional way of life. Xie Zhejiang is a tea master from Taiwan. She has invited her friends to the Garden of Cultivation in Suzhou for a three-day tea tasting party. The Garden of Cultivation was built during the Ming Dynasty. It is still very popular with the locals today. The scholar officials of the late Ming enjoyed lives of highly leisurely cultivation. The treatise on superfluous things, an encyclopedic book about garden architecture and interior design by Wenjian Han, made the garden of cultivation famous. The garden was owned by Wen Zhanghang's brother, Wen Zhangmang. Its charms remain undiminished to this day. Life in the garden slows to the pace of nature. Nothing is rushed, nothing delayed. Everything takes place at its own proper pace. The theme of the tea tasting party is sense of autumn. Its leading role is taken by oolong tea from Taiwan. The people who attend the party enjoy the autumnal scenery and the fragrant tea, fruit and flowers at the same time. The garden can be a scene of gregarious exchange as well as quiet contemplation. Xie Zhejiang's guests enjoy the tea and the garden setting enhances their pleasure. It may be all but a transient moment, but it is the quality found in that moment that makes a lasting effect. Miss Xie believes that one must be fully alert to it to prevent it slipping through one's fingers. The garden isn't just a place on earth, it's a place in one's heart and mind. The joys without are transfigured to a calm within.
In the 18th century, scholar Shen Fu and his wife, Chen Yun, lived near the Sanglung Pavilion, which is now the oldest surviving garden in Suzhou. The couple didn't have a garden of their own, but still enjoyed visiting the Sanglung Pavilion. For Chen Yun, the ideal was to have a small courtyard where Shen could paint pictures and she did needlework and grew vegetables. In living a simple life, the couple enjoyed their time together like the immortals on Peng Lai. As the lotus flowers come into bud, Chen Yun would put tea in them. On the following morning, she would take the tea out and brew it with fresh spring water. This became known as fragrant lotus tea. Shen Fu and Chen Yun were not rich. Later, when they could no longer visit the garden, they made their pleasure by growing lotus flowers in a bowl. For them, form didn't matter. It was spirit not material riches that gave meaning to life. Their story ended sadly with Chen Yun's early death. They never got to create their own garden, but Shen recorded their life together in his book, Six Records of a Floating Life. There is a garden in each person's heart. It will flourish as long as there is suitable soil. In Penglai, Shandong province, mirages are frequently seen, which seem to bring the town closer to its mythical namesake. Li Haifeng founder of the Isles of the Immortals scenic area, believes that though the past and the present can never meet, they can come closer. Li Haifeng's garden is worthy of an emperor's dream. It reflects a nation rediscovering the depths of its past riches and creating new treasures for future generations. <laughs> Seeing his works exhibited in a foreign country, Chinese artist Li Xiaochao suddenly remembers his grandma's backyard, a place he hasn't visited for years. Li 
呃，葡萄家呀，什么唐春藤呀，一些一些凌霄之类的花，还是很廉价，可能就是花了一片子那一种感觉，特别的让现在这么大年龄回想做梦时候觉得那一片金黄的颜色，一直是让人看起来激动不已。Now his grandma's old home is gone. After searching around, Lee finds that it is not the only thing that time has swallowed up. Various traces of the area's long history can be found here and there. 老墙上的一个瓦块，一个砖角，一个图案，可能就是还在留下那一块这。这书里边，虽然风吹过的这种过程中间，你能感受到历史的这种长河中，好像在给你诉说的这种一路走过来的一种信息。Lee's heart is touched. By the small traces of history he finds, these villages are built on what used to be the Shanglin Imperial Park of the Han Dynasty. The area was once a bloody hunting ground and a garden for satisfying the Han Emperor's desires. Now it's home to ordinary villagers. Han Dynasty. 上那样形成那样一个火热的一个生活场面，那样有人情味的一个生活的一个一个文文化的东西，这么一瞬间间就几两千年多年没了。Gardens, real and imaginary, have appeared and vanished over the centuries. But people's dreams never die. Our dreams live on through history. A new generation carefully shapes its own dreams of the gardens they will build one day. Behind those gates of enchantment lies a curiosity transformed to heart's ease. Wherever mankind has sought to go on the planet, they have sought to leave their marks. They live in a state of hope and expectation, shaped by the magnificence of what they see around them. China's Great Wall protects the garden of the nation. Lesser walls protect the individual dreams within. But what comes from the soil is to return to the soil. The miracle of a garden is its eternal power of regeneration. That is what makes a real, immortal wonderland. <laughs>